Well, uh, welcome everybody to the first um, and prob- maybe only edition of uh, Jack's Baby Anime Corner. You'll have uh, known that it's a baby anime corner from the, uh, you know, uh, irritating uh, music that played up top uh, that will, you know, be a, a theme song from something. Uh, uh, anyway, so I, I am joined uh, today uh, for this first edition of Baby Anime Corner from my, with my uh, uh, Struggle Session co-host, uh, Leslie Lee III. Hello, everyone. Um, yes, I've agreed to allow this to happen. I've even joined in on the first show. Um, as you know, I'm the one who actually came up with the name Baby Anime because sure. um, I hate um, Baby Anime. Generally speaking, well, you you called it that because I, I told you I was reading One Piece, and you said that that's what all the kids in the, in yes, the classes yes. you taught in Japan were reading, and so you yes. think of it as baby anime. Yeah, like One Piece, Dragon Ball Z. These are all things that like children in Japan like, but for some reason, like adults in America like. So right. I don't really understand. It, I don't really get it. But I'm trying to. I'm open to learning. Right. You know, it's not like you enjoy anything in culture at all that's me- that's intended for children or anything like that. Right? Okay, like, so yeah. the, well, well, let's <laughs> let's deal with it right off top. Okay, so okay. any comic book I enjoy is a postmodernist take on oh, the superhero okay. comic book made uh, okay. for adults. That's so what you makes take, it adult. That's yeah. yeah you, you take, take those. It? You take those archetypes and you know you mature them up. You talk about different stuff. You you kind of level it up. Like right. uh, you're leveling up in an RPG, you know, you start right. off with the, you know, the basic broadsword, but by the end you have the Zweihinder. Um, yeah. That's what happened with comic that's, books. So that's yeah. why it's now, okay. Now it's based, yeah, so it's okay. You can read a comic. Uh, it's uh, about characters that were intended for children, so long as that comic takes those characters intended for children and, and dissects them and, and applies them to, uh, you know, real-world adult situations, uh, yes, which, by the exactly. way, is... I just love when every when when every single superhero comic does that. I think that that's so cool and unique and original that every uh, comic writer takes these uh, cartoon characters and like makes them deal with like uh, rape or something. Like, yeah, that's uh, that's that's very cool and interesting storytelling. Well, it, it is at least they're understanding the market, right? They're understanding right. that these people, yeah, it's who, true. <laughs> they like the yeah. people grow like no kids aren't buying American <laughs> right. comic the, books the anymore. Big, and the big difference for 30 here years. is that. The big difference here is that in Japan, children actually buy comic books. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and here it's like only men 30 and older. Not only men, but people uh, age 30 and older read comic books. Um, anyway, so today for this first, you know, 
I will I will cop to being a little bit nervous to record the show. I was originally trying to record it on my own, just sort of as a check-in uh, about, you know, the various baby animes I'm watching. Uh, because, you know, I, I want to fold this into the tapestry of my life and make sure that I'm always sort of juggling a couple different baby animes at a time. And you know what? I'll go into – you know, I'll, I'll say that uh, um, the reason why I'm, like, sort of getting back into this stuff is that, like, as I've gotten older um, – you know, especially getting to my late 20s and 30s, I started thinking about, like, hmm, like, life uh, sucks and is annoying for the most part. Like, when's the <laughs> last time I, like, was, like, uh, happy and, like, liked stuff? And I, I keep <laughs> going back to, like, around middle school. And so I'm like, well, let's, like, let's pick up video. Let's try, like, getting really addicted to video games again. And I'll tell you what, it worked pretty well, to be honest yeah. with you. <laughs> I yeah. am happier. Uh and so, yeah, baby anime fits into that. And, you know, uh, uh, that's why, like, at age 30, I'm like, you know what? I think it's time, you know, I look back on, on the times of my life when I was, like, watching Dragon Ball Z week to week and looking forward to that. And I was like, wow, it was really nice to have something to look forward to. So uh, uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm picking up baby anime again. So, uh, um, you know, I'm start, I've started here with One Piece and My Hero Academia. Very, you know, sort of mainstream picks. These are not your... Well, I, I was going to say earlier, the, one of the reasons I was nervous to do this show is because I actually feel like I'm, like, insufficiently, like, knowledgeable about anime, which is such a sentence to have to be saying here at 32 years old <laughs> in my life. Uh, uh, I'm like, I am, I've, I'm at this point where I'm like, I don't know enough about anime. So, you know, we are starting this off with, you know, a couple, uh, uh, very mainstream, very easy picks, you know, the, the real otakus in the audience are, are, are probably going to find this pretty laughable, especially people who, you know, actually, you know, are, are have been into One Piece for many, many years. I, I only got into it uh, about the middle of last year and just sort of binge read all of it. Uh, similarly with My Hero Academia, I watched uh, all the episodes in just a couple weeks there. But, uh, you know, we'll be getting into deeper, uh, more niche baby animes as this goes on. But for this one, let's start with the big ones and, and let's talk about... Uh, one Piece and My Hero Academia. So, uh, Leslie, uh, uh, had you ever watched either of these shows, or what? What was your knowledge level of either of these shows before uh, mm -hmm. uh, agreeing to do this? <laughs> All right, so I hadn't watched any of them. I heard I've been hearing a lot of buzz about My Hero Academia because it was supposed to be like a superhero anime. And actually, one of my coworkers keeps telling me to watch it. Um, so, Casey, this episode is uh, for you. Um, he keeps telling me to watch Shout it. Shout out to people, Casey. Yeah. People keep talking about it. I'm like, but I, I hadn't really looked at it. I didn't know what any of the characters looked like. Um, one piece, of course, that's everywhere, especially in Japan. It's yeah. just every fucking where, especially since the movies were coming out while I was there. So, like, uh -huh. even, anytime you go to, like, 7-Eleven or whatever, there would just be One Piece shit everywhere. Everybody has little One Piece dolls and keychains and whatever. So, One Piece is everywhere, but I never actually got down and, and watched it. Really, the only thing I really knew about it was that, like, had a lot of the, like, mature elements in it. That would get censored whenever they um, ship it back to America. So I will always look at articles about the side by sides where, like in one show, like he's smoking in the Japanese version, he's like smoking a, a cigarette. Right. In the American version, version, he's like chewing on a hot dog without a bun or whatever <laughs> <laughs> they come up with to replace it. That sort. Of I thing. had no idea about that. So I guess Sanji is a lot less cool in the American version, just a, like a guy who's just because he constantly is smoking cigarettes in the manga. So I, I assume that he's just. Constantly eating hot dogs, uh, I guess, in the American version of the show. Um, 
Well, yeah. So, I mean, I guess maybe I got fascinated with One Piece. Like, I had obviously heard about it forever as well. But I visited Japan around the time that One Piece Gold was coming out. So, it's interesting that you mentioned that around the movies coming out. Because I did just see One Piece everywhere. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, they, like this is like... One Piece is just huge. <laughs> like, that is the thing that's, like, pr- fairly astonishing about One Piece is that, you know, the two things are that it is just, like, enormous. It's so popular, you know, even here in America, but, like, everywhere else in the world. It's a, just a humongously popular series. And then, of course, just the sheer length of it. The sheer length and the fact that it is still going on um, it are, are sort of, like, maybe the two main factors about One Piece. So, so uh, um, I had you watch the episode uh, during the uh, Saobody Sawabody Archipelago. And so I should say, first of all, that I, uh, uh, I caught up by reading the, the manga of One Piece, um, you know, which is a much quicker way to do it. Um, I haven't really watched that much of the anime. I watched all of the movies. So, you know, even though this is the baby anime corner, I have to cop to not watching all 800 episodes of One Piece, uh, um, for this show. Although now that I'm caught up on the manga, I'm starting to watch, uh, week to week. Um, so I might mispronounce things. Uh, um, so, Leslie, I had you watch the episode during, I believe, the uh, Saobody Archipelago uh, arc, where uh, <clears throat> they bear, they're basically having the human auction for the, you know, uh, uh, for the elites, uh, uh, for what are called the uh, celestial dragons uh, and the other like royals. Um, and so, so what did you what did you make of this episode, Leslie? Jumping in at you know episode, I believe, uh, four hundred or something <laughs> of seven hundred. Uh, how much sense did this make for you? You know, it actually made quite a lot of sense because I think you picked the, uh, I think you kind of stacked the deck here by picking an episode about how all the criminals are really cool and badass and mm-hmm. all the rich people are pieces of shit who deserve to die. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, you know, I, I you know, I, I, I did, of course, stack the deck in that way. And thank you to the people on Twitter who suggested this episode. Um, I think it was Ian Drassil suggested it too. And it is a really good pick. But, these are not like uncommon themes in One Piece, actually. Like, and, and, and actually, like, the further and deeper you get into One Piece, it does become this thing that's like, you know, obviously the, the, the main characters in it are pirates. And so just by default, it, it, you know, sort of ends up becoming about how like the world government is corrupt and the Marines are sometimes the bad guys. And yeah, like our entire planet is like, run by this shadowy world government and all of the so what so what you're the guy that he ended up punching at the end of the episode is one of the celestial dragons who is um they're a bunch of elite young people they're the kids of the people that are the founders of the world government so all of their offspring are these like uh celestial dragons who are basically just these royals who go around doing whatever the fuck they want and enslaving people um so I don't know. Uh, uh, I, these themes are in one piece. Uh, but yeah, what did you make of the episode? Yeah, I thought it was uh, pretty cool and actually fun. I, 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 what really struck me was seeing the, because I've seen those character designs for a while now, but seeing them in motion made, and seeing them all together and all the different like weird stuff the artist does with all these weird characters, all these weird decisions, just like you know, mis, uh, mismatched, like, collage of, like, every fashion sensibility from the past <laughs> 2,000 years, all take, and in, and maybe a few years in the future, all take existing in this one place. It, it was really, like, 
like astonishing actually i thought it was really cool just from a visual uh standpoint i thought it was really cool um i of course i like the thing where it was basically about how rich people are pieces of shit <laughs> and like um you know a lot of people and even like the pirate badasses were kind of standing by because they felt powerless mm-hmm. there that's not something you see a lot in um you know like superhero action type stuff where like most of the heroes are just like well we can't fucking do anything we don't have any money we're not really you know powerful they thought they had enough money but it ended up like not not even close um i like the like actually depicting like slavery like a slave Mm -hmm. auction yeah no one piece goes there and like does not shy away from it. it. It like really depicts slavery down to like the you know the guy that is uh, uh you know who gets punched at the end of the episode straight up just like is riding a man for yes. the entire like for his entire uh, uh arc. And I I don't think I'm um making an original point here by saying you know Charlos kind of reminds me of somebody who's uh, currently. <laughs> In power, maybe hmm. uh, known for ha- having sort of goofy hair. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I yeah. being you know right. super rich because of who his dad is, and being immensely powerful despite mm-hmm. his brain being <laughs> being like, bad, just a pile of like <laughs> saliva, um, <laughs> condensed saliva. His brain is made out of. But yeah, he he kind of kind of some echoes there, and it, it felt like a top felt topical it felt cool it felt exciting i wish there was a little bit more action on the whole uh, sure like most most of the action was directed at like flying the ship around and that kind of sort of thing <laughs> there were a lot, a lot of stand around talking which you know yes. is an anime staple but sometimes you just want to you know have- i so my understanding from about the one piece uh anime uh and i'm sure we'll get a lot of response on this is that it, it is Badly paced, you know. There's even something called One Pace, which is uh, <laughs> basically recutting all of the anime episodes to be paced more like the manga. Uh, and I have I watched a little of that. It like it's like any of these like fan recut things where it's like the cuts aren't good and the music doesn't work and shit. Um, but oh, yeah, I did want to say how great the music is on this show. Like it's oh yeah, like a real like throwback to like the VHS anime. I liked like just really deep bass heavy uh, music. Yeah, really the music really is dramatic. great. I actually like when I was reading the man- the manga, I would just like put on YouTube playlists of the show's soundtrack and listen to that. <laughs> not anything with lyrics, not the like opening themes, because. Uh, you know they're pretty annoying to be honest yes. with you uh, yeah. but the like uh, the orchestral music is uh, usually pretty good um yeah i mean one piece does have these themes running through it like it does have these sort of anti-authoritarian sort of pro uh, uh working class themes uh, throughout uh, and that continues i mean like this is like you know the Archipelago. are workers yeah, pirates are workers. Um, it uh, uh, the Salvador Archipelago arc was like maybe the first time that it was, be, you know, being shown this explicitly. But it it has continued in this series um, and uh, gone even further. Actually, my favorite arc is the uh, the Ennis Lobby arc, uh, which is uh, this huge island that has like a a, a moat of water around it, even uh, which is you know a, a 
basically where the government does all of their trials and shit. It's the, the judicial island. Uh, and so this is just this like balls to the wall action arc of, you know, the straw hat pirates showing up and just like fucking up the world government and like, you know, trying to get their friend back, uh, uh, from, you know, these evil, uh, people. Um, uh, what else to say about One Piece? Okay, so I read the manga of One Piece, and you know, I I do think that uh, Ichiro Oda is like is really a master, and that is part of the appeal of this. It's interesting that you mentioned Leslie, even that they have all these different uh um clothing styles from all these different years, because I I do think that part of what makes One Piece so special is Oda's like ability to do design. Um, his art actually reminds me a lot of uh. The, the stuff like Carl Barks did, like with the, uh, uh, with like Scrooge McDuck and shit. <laughs> like I, uh, uh, and then uh, similarly, like the, the sense of adventure, uh, reminds me of the, the Scrooge McDuck comics. Yeah. Like I do like, it feels like every, like there's this ongoing adventure. Obviously, I don't have a con, much of a context for it, but it felt like there was emotion going mm-hmm. through it. Like even though people were st- technically standing around, in a room and talking to one another for most of the episode there's it wasn't like you know a netflix show where like that's all that was going on there was some <laughs> or even like you know the recent you know like like i was just watching black panther there's no adventure in that um, um mm-hmm. st- the star wars movies no adventure in the new star wars movies like it felt like there was some kind of momentum pushing forward where like we're on a mission we're doing this stuff we're discovering the world there's a larger world out there right and it's all of it's cool and it's fun to discover like this made me like i really enjoyed um this episode out i will not watch all like 500 episodes of it I will, that's that's I will. that's not true there's there's 700 there's 800 uh, episodes <laughs> i'm not gonna read the manga but you know let's if i was a middle schooler i could see how appealing <laughs> you know this was and how fun this is and how boss you can get in this i mean part of the thing that is so cool about it actually is how large large the world is like one of the things you know it's it's weird because one of the things that's so you know daunting about one piece is that it is 900 chapters that's like basically the first thing anybody says about one piece is just how long it is um but i will say that for that 900 chapters the story is like surprisingly um cohesive actually like things come back in ways that make sense things are set up very early and like pay off in satisfying ways like and it is a it's like an interesting form of storytelling that's almost not really done i i don't know i haven't seen it done on this scale before i haven't seen and so that's part of the thing that like part of the reason that why i wanted to catch up is like honestly to like be a part of what's happening (laughs) kind of it's like this guy oda is doing like a masterwork right before our very eyes and like i kind of just like want to experience it while it's happening Um, and and, like one thing i pick like so this is like the 400th episode and like mm -hmm. there it still seemed like there was something cool going on something new and interesting to discover and like that kind of blows me away because it feels like most stories, you know, fizzle out after, say, 13 episodes. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's, it is, it is, you know, One Piece definitely has the manga anime thing of like these arcs last forever and they really just, you know, they'll like live in an arc for such a long time. But then what that like allows you to do 
is build out the world in a really like methodical way. Like, you know, this story's been going on forever. And now they're, you know, after all this time, they finally explored so much of this world. And it's all kind of like coming together and, you know, interacting with each other. But it just happened in such a natural way that uh, uh, it's very impressive to watch. It really is. A, a, it's a, One Piece is very impressive storytelling. And the animation is fucking cool. Like, I think that, you know, I watch the movies and, like, the animation in the movies are fucking great. Um, and also just, like, these characters really are great. Like, I think that it is, like, you know, it's a testament to, like, you just put together, like, fun character. Like, again, I'll go back once again to the um, to the Carl Barks thing of, like, there is just something so simple in storytelling of, like, I just want to watch characters that are fun go on a little adventure. You know what I mean? It doesn't yeah. have to, like, always be this hyper-complex thing of them betraying each other. Like, I don't know, in prestige television, it feels like uh, all I'm ever doing is watching people, like, betray each other and stay <laughs> in the same set for, like, six full seasons. Yeah, uh, there, but there's none of that here. It really takes full advantage of the medium of anime it's like there's so much stuff so many different characters and species and like I, like from judging from it from the outside it just seems sort of like silly to me but the tone that this show has it really like it's kind of solo like it has that like constant sense of humor but also has like this really dark edge and it all fits together well like the first like i think the best example of is when like zoro who is just like you know typical anime badass with like three full-size katanas on his belt he's like getting pissed (laughs) off at these guys who lied to him and like you think he's about to murder them and then luffy passed by on his fly ship is like come on zoro we don't got time for this you gotta come on with me and he just grabs and picks his ass up and he's like goes into anime face and starts screaming like ah yeah and it works and it does to make him less seem like less of a badass like it's a very subtle how they're able to mix all of this together a lot of that is art design where like all the characters like you have like all the characters kind of from the start look a little goofy and cartoonish so when they go into like goofy anime face like it's not as much of a break as it is if you had all the characters looking very like like human like all the time yeah yeah, no, I like I, I, One Piece is a good example. Like we were talking earlier, you know, just making fun of superhero comics, actually, uh, and, you know, them growing up with their fan base or whatever. But I think One Piece is actually a good example of uh, uh, a piece of art that, like, has grown up with its fan base, has gotten more complex, but in a way that, like, doesn't feel tonally inconsistent with what the original stuff was. Like, this is a story that is uh, uh, definitely got, like, deeper themes than the early ones, which were just, like... Which I love. I mean, I do love the early ones, but they're just like Luffy fighting a clown for 40 episodes. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, uh, uh, they, it has grown with the fan base, but also still feels, I don't know, still feels fun and cartoony. I think that's the other thing that appeals about One Piece is like, in a time when like, there is so much like, stuff about like deconstructing and doing like the darkest version of everything. There's like a real fun lightness to one piece. Um, that is maybe not as much in superhero comics and comics in general anymore. One thing I want to do is say, like, that the premise of the show is really awesome. Like, the pirate king, before his execution, says he's hitting this, you know, massive treasure. And so everybody in the world becomes a fucking pirate. Like, that's cool. (laughs) That's just a cool ass premise to start. Yeah, it's a great. 
It's great. Um, so, One Piece, what do you think? You give it a thumbs up there? It sounds like uh, you're being pretty positive. Yeah, I definitely would give it a thumbs up. Th- thumbs up. If it's something that you seem like you're interested in, and let's say you're still a student in college and have free time, go Okay, for or it. any time in your life. You know what I mean? If you want to experience a masterwork in uh, in action, um, you know, na- there's no better time than now. Even if, yes. you know, you're a lawyer or something. I, I don't think lawyers have time for one, but maybe you do. Maybe go for <laughs> Look, it. These lawyers read fucking like, you know, they're reading like a thousand pages of like legal documents. I bet lawyers would just like blaze through manga. <laughs> for real. <laughs> okay. Um, well, uh, so well, I'll also say that I think my favorite character is Usopp, uh, just, you know, to do all to do the other favorite thing. Let's just move on to uh, My Hero Academia. So I, I you watch uh, two episodes of My Hero Academia because it's on Hulu, so it's easier for you to watch. Yes. So My uh, Hero Academia. Um. So initially, well, uh, initially, like I was kind of, in- I was pretty interested in the concept because mm-hmm. people forget what an American idea of superheroes are. And yeah. like, but Japanese people don't. They understand that like the superhero is an American thing. Yeah. It's an American idea. My kid, my students understand. My friends un- understood that. So when they were making, so the premise of the show is like, un- really understands it. That's why the number one hero, um, what uh, all might, all might wears red, white, white, and blue. He is and like he- is an American guy. Like I, I feel pretty confident. I think even when he's like thin and fucked up, I'm like he like. Is drawn different. He just looks like a, a skinny, like internet American guy. He does have a Japanese name, very Japanese. Oh, name, well, okay. But name, Americans but... in Japanese stuff have have Japanese names. Oh, do they? I thought they usually. I swear, it, like I, I think it like, depends it, on the series. I think it I've seen stuff where it's like a, a white American is named like Satsuka or something like that. But anyway, uh, I, I think it's. Pro- I, I think it, it, they probably meant them to be Japanese because actually, this is an interesting thing. Like when. Americans watch anime and they see somebody with blonde hair, blue eyes. They think of them as being white American. But when Japanese people do, they just think of them as Japanese because yeah, everybody in Japan is Japanese. And you know, having a different color hair, different color eyes doesn't really uh, isn't really yeah. gonna and change that, especially when they're speaking Japanese. They don't have school in America the way they do in Japan. Yeah, man. there's so much school in every anime. Yeah, so that that was the thing. So it, it was like very funny. So like they have like they the the premise of this show is like this is going to be about everybody in the world becomes you know like seventy percent of the world gets superpowers and becomes like superhero like the American superheroes like Superman and we're going to base it all on like a middle schooler like like the most the first conflict is whether like the middle schooler can get past the test yes. to get into an elite <laughs> high school That's just like such a Japanese like twist so I, you know and I kind of like it a little bit. Like, although I definitely agree with you early on, like when I was watching it, there's there's very cool action in it. And I liked the design of all the uh, I mean, we should say, like, first of all, I do think like My Hero Academia is maybe doing superheroes better than anything else I've seen lately. I don't know. Like, I don't see American comics that are doing superheroes as well. I don't see American. Well, I'm watching Arrow now, so maybe the DCCW universe is doing okay. But certainly the movies aren't that good. Yeah, but Priest's Priest's run on um, and oh yeah, I got Justice League and um, and Deathstroke is really good. But like, so I, I kind of like the idea of like having this Japanese 
uh, having this um, this superhero concept presented through this Japanese lens in the first episode. That was kind of the premise. That really, not not that much else goes on. But then it felt like when you you had me skip to like um, episodes. 39 it felt well, like well i mean kinda, what do you want me to do you have to watch like i know, five I, to see, no, you know but, what i mean <laughs> but what i'm saying is like when you get to that point it feels like they kind of just lost the plot and it became dragon ball <laughs> like well like it, okay it, 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 so I, I will say i i think that that's not an accurate uh assessment actually so shame on you uh okay <laughs> i don't think you should be putting that out there that's uh that's just incorrect uh that's like like how uh jim acosta the other day was like they said cnn sucks like that's just false that's just false, Leslie. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, I, and I don't mean that in necessarily a negative sense. I just feel like maybe it kind of spun back into just being like another anime and really the superhero. So what, so what My Hero Academia does is it kind of goes back and forth for each arc. That's what it has done so far anyway, is that like you'll have an arc where it's like, you know, he gets it's superhero stuff, right? And then it's like a contest at school for a long time. <laughs> like that's kind of how it's like. Then they're back at school, and it's like a school like athletic competition for a really long time, or like they're in like matches against each other. And those episodes are cool because like what one thing I really do like about My Hero Academia is that I want to say in a lot of modern animation, and this goes to modern anime too. I think that computer animation. You know, you're someone who only wants to watch anime from, you know, the VHS period. Uh, and I think that where that comes from is that computer animation has, like, led to a lot of shortcuts that just kind of look shitty. They Like, animation does look shittier. And I think My Hero Academia is a good example of, like, computer animation being done in a way that, like, enhances uh, uh, how the show actually looks. Um, uh, uh, um, so even these episodes where it's like they're doing, like... You know, again, like 30 episodes on like an athletic competition, like the animation is cool. And, and it's not athletic competition. It's like superhero contests. But um, but yeah, no, Leslie, don't worry. There's still plenty of school in there. If you were to continue <laughs> with My Hero Academia, if you were worried there's not enough of them at school, there is. Yeah, I, I'm sure there was plenty, but I, I meant more like um, like so the like because the pacing of like a superhero fight is different than an anime fight and sure. so you have this big fight at the end and like it's paced just like a dragon ball z fight where they're just standing around talking a lot not a lot of action like throwing like there's one punch thrown in this no i think there's two punches thrown in the fight right and like I, i'm not saying that's bad a bad thing but i think maybe it's a missed opportunity to have you know to take a little bit more of the superhero idea of what fighting is and incorporate it into this anime because it would be look really cool but it would probably be a lot more expensive to uh, to do it. To I, do more I think than I showed. You, I think I showed you the wrong episode, and everyone's going to get mad at me. Oh, now. okay. Uh, oh, I, oh, I but think I, I did. But actually, I want to say I actually think it was a great episode. Like uh, I, I had to read a little bit of the wiki to understand everything <laughs> was going on. But like the whole thing about like this guy, he actually didn't have superpowers, but he became the, like the Maya superhero because of his training, and he's mm -hmm. passed on that power to the kid who, uh, unfortunately, I really don't like. I, 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 I don't really. From you don't what like I've Midoriya? seen, uh, from what I've seen, uh, Deku uh, is it? Is yeah, it, Deku. Yeah, well, it's from what I've seen. Name. 
Oh, from what I've seen from him, I don't really like feel him. I'm not really feeling it. But um, he, like the, and he becomes this, you know, the best superhero in the world and everybody loves him. But he's, his power is being drained and he's yeah. fighting like this ultra powerful badass villain. Like that was cool. And the way like he was, you know, he was just this shrivel up guy, but all the people still believed him. And so like that was beautiful. That was really, really great, actually. Um, I thought it's that was cool. Yeah, I thought that was fantastic. Um, but the thing it, it is, when that was all over and that really emotional, really powerful stuff, I'm like, why is the series still going on then? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, what is the point? Because at the end of the first episode, it's like he meets uh, Deku. And then yeah. 38 episodes later, he's handing off the power, which is probably too long for that to happen. And now we're at the end of all, what should be the end of All Might's story, but we're still, is still going on. And so I, I don't really know why, because like, unlike One Piece, the world doesn't seem as big. Like they're as just expensive. Stay, they just stay in Tokyo like all the time and the villains just come to Tokyo and the superheroes fight everybody in Tokyo. So it's not really as much to explore except for like, you know, school festivals and carnivals and, you know, the school uh, marathon or whatever they have at the superhero academy. I It felt like like this could be there's the core of it here is like this really great, powerful story about like this you know slug this uh, scrub who became like the greatest hero in the world and passed it down the end okay i don't know well that's you know that is only you know as as you're aware this is only part of the story there's also all for one uh uh who was all might's greatest enemy who's now you know poking his head back up and yes leslie there are a lot more school contests to be done (laughs) in fact we're now you know the new arc just immediately fall where you're asking you've asked like where are they gonna go from here uh that's the thing you want to know and i come with answers because that's the beautiful thing about anime is that it already has gone there and so i can tell you that what happens next is they have to do a test at school to do their uh ultimate move to come up with uh, <laughs> an ultimate move and they have to uh, uh okay so see that's not a superhero thing that's a dragon ball <laughs> thing that's an anime thing yeah, ultimate moves are anime things they're not but it's <laughs> x-men it's very x-men like having you know uh, uh, a like little school you know thing where you have to like learn how to be a superhero is x-men yeah 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 but i i like i think it's a- i mean look i will i will i will agree with you that like a this show started as like i'm this guy this kid's gonna get this power then he gets into this like special school and then pretty much the first thing that happened is like a full first season well you know it was like basically like eight episodes of them doing contests at the school <laughs> and then it got you know they went to they fought the super villains and then we went back to uh well we went to another thing at the school where the super <laughs> villains then showed up then I think we did a contest at the school again. Uh, did, I, did they do a uh, contest with the supervillains at the school? <laughs> no. Well, they were. Do they went out to the forest to do a contest uh, or not like a, a school, you know, event? But the the supervillains uh, showed up in the forest, and so they had to like fight them there um, in the forest. Um, I like the characters in My Hero Academia. I think that one of my favorite ones is uh, this this girl Froppy, who is just uh, a frog. Uh, and then, yeah, I kind of do like all the anime-ness of it. Like, I do like that our, you know, that this 
our kid with fire and ice powers is like conflicted. He never wants to use his father's fire powers because his like father is abusive and stuff. And, you know, our villainous character is Bakugo just like wants to be the best. And that's why he's so evil and stuff. Like, I, I don't know. Like there's a, there's a refreshing anime-ness to it. And I kind of do, and I ultimately do think that I'm like, I think the action scenes alone, are doing superheroes in a, in a more... I, the, thing I, the thing I think about it is this. is My Hero Academia has the advantage that a lot of modern superhero stuff doesn't, which is not a lot of baggage, which is not a lot of existing continuity. So it's able to just, like, create from nothing and create new rules and stuff like that in a way that modern, you know, American superheroes have kind of, like, painted themselves into a corner and, not, and are not able to. Like, modern superhero stuff is, like, so... Uh, uh, reflective and about its own past and about examining itself uh when i think that my hero academia gets to have the fun of just like you know a a a new villain shows up and so they have to like fight him and he has cool powers you know which is not as much what we see in uh superhero stuff anymore yeah i can i can see i definitely see the appeal of that and in general i thought it was pretty cool cool but it's not something i would really watch like i can watch a couple episodes here and there and i really thought there was and but like i feel like there is a show in there that i would watch all of but it would be 13 episodes long i'll watch the first season it's 13 episodes long (laughs) i don't know (laughs) and then think about the second one Uh, (laughs) all right well um I guess that's the whole fucking anime thing for right now. I mean, it is disappointing. You know, I think I think you would like My Hero Academia. I do like it, um, but I do like One Piece better. Like One Piece, I feel like is uh, really something special. And uh, I don't know. There is like I I think part of the reason why people get so obsessed with it is just again, there's just so fucking much of it. There's so so much. Um, there's like I, I feel like a. There's a large piece of my brain that's now been taken up by One Piece, um, and I guess I feel okay about that. Um, so, Leslie, I know you said you wouldn't watch all of One Piece, you wouldn't read all the manga of One Piece. Would you maybe consider doing the re-edited One Piece episodes? I might consider the movies. That's it. Okay. I think I you should check the out mo- the movies. There are not that many of them. I could probably get through them. Um, definitely 10 forward, like... Uh, uh, the, the most recent movies have had Oda's involvement. Um, so I think it's uh, Strong World, uh, Film Z, and I haven't even seen this one, but Gold. Uh, those are supposed to be uh, the best ones. Yeah, I, I could do that. I could, I could probably do that. And then maybe it'll wheedle its way into you and you'll find yourself unable to stop yourself from uh, <laughs> uh, reading 900 issues of a manga. Sir, I have stopped myself from watching the new season of Berserk. I, I have that wow. self-control. Wow, so, why? Because it's not any good. Um, it's no good. It's no good. It's doing the like 3D, right? It's like the yes. 3D cell shaded. Yes. That's a bummer. It's Stand really against that. I, um, haven't even bought, I didn't buy a new game either because it's Dynasty Warriors. How terrible oh, is the, that? boring well uh everything you like can turn to shit but one piece is still out there doing good stuff uh so that's why it's good to be a one piece fan well uh that's i guess it for this first round of uh talking about the the baby anime i'm watching leslie thank you for uh joining me on this uh episode to talk about this stuff Uh, i know it was very difficult for you yes it's very (laughs) difficult um but uh thank you so much for having me 
All right, well, uh, thanks for listening, everybody, and uh, play us out. Here's some more irritating music. Like what you hear? Want to hear more? Check us out at patreon.com slash struggle session or sesh.plus or struggle session.substack.com for all our public episodes, commercial free, as well as hundreds of bonus episodes. Thank you to all our listeners for holding us down five years strong.